One of my boys told me that Anthony gave this girl Melinda a case of herpes, genital herpes, back in sophomore year. Syphilis, chlamydia, HPV, and gonorrhea. Everybody loves their STDs. You get an STD Don't have sex unless it's with me Oh, my ex Karen is a filthy tramp, she's a walking STD I love this girl, all the money in the world, but this is what she gave to me Well, I wouldn't mind catching herpes In fact, it might be nice Be one less thing to worry about, because you can't catch herpes twice Gift that keeps on giving, but that's alright by me I'd rather be taking Valtrax instead of AZT <laughs> Welcome to Last Men on Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. As with all cosmic events, Matt will be viewing the upcoming total, total solar eclipse through the thigh gap of his male dom, Stephen. It's not the solar flare that burns your eyes, Matt explains, so much as the drip of Paco Rabanne intimate spray off the balls of his master. I'm going to watch it on TV. You know people are going to go to Oregon, and uh, they don't know the weather. Uh, a million people are going to Oregon. It could and they be cloudy. They don't have enough porta-potties, apparently. They said they don't have. They only have porta potties enough for half the people that are showing up. So it sounds like it's be a very pleasant, pleasant experience. Right there's enough to not go. Also, I don't know why you don't just look at the sun and hold your hand up over where the sun is and look up at the sky and I'm, just mimic a solar. I'm going to stare straight at the sun. You know, everyone says not to do that. It's like one or two minutes. Like fucking live. You know, you're not going to fashion a milk carton uh, periscope to save to save your eyes. Have, no. do, you, do you know? Any, have you ever met someone who's been blinded by the solar eclipse ever? No, I mean, as a kid, I, I know, used to stare a, at the sun all the time. I, I think it's I urban legend. Perfect vision. I think it's urban legend. Me too. This week's show is sponsored by Neo-Nazis. Thanks, Brian. Brian's a good ad seller. <laughs> <laughs> We're Nazis without the wartime accomplishments. Neo-Nazis, we've been delivering your pizza all these years, and you never even knew it. I'm not going to write read this, Brian. Uh, it ends, you stupid kikes. That's not nice at all. <laughs> Jesus. We need, better sales. we need a better sales team. Um... Also, by the way, if you're a neo-Nazi, isn't that the worst name you could possibly have? It's like, you know, you're like the Nazis were Nazis. They actually did something as horrible as they were. Neo-Nazi just implies you're a Nazi without accomplishments. Like, you've actually, yeah. you're a Nazi who's done nothing. You're like a loser Nazi. Like you have, like, the knockoff uniform. Yes. <laughs> like, goth Nazi. It's just neo-anything, neo neo-conservative, neo-anything just implies, like, you're not as cool as who came before you, even if those were hateful people. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Men Podcast. All right, join us on the show today again. <laughs> We've never had someone come back twice before. This is kind of interesting. Jessica Winther, stand-up comedian, mom. What else? Oh. What else are women allowed to go by? By the I way, I'm watching The good. Handmaid's Tale, and I think the women are the, are the bad guys. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, like, I'm, I'm binge-watching. There's no man alive who should binge-watch The Handmaid's Tale. Because it's just, it's feminist, uh, like, torture porn. I don't know what it is, but it's how women who hate men view the future, the dystopian future. And it's just men are all rapey, lo- impotent losers, and the women are all suffering rape victims who are smarter than all the men. And it's like... It's, if they're wow. so fucking smart, how come they got stuck being handmaids? And That's... <laughs> That is the most excellent. Yeah, the guys are dumb because they're all like in black sweaters with machine guns. 
and the women are all enslaved, and they're the smart ones. You're right. It's a good How point. How far in the future is it? And this isn't like this isn't like black slavery when like it was a very small percentage of the population, and the uh, white guys with the guns and stuff took them or whatever it was. The women are more than fifty percent of the population, and they're still in, they're still enslaved. Why don't they rise up, Jessica? <laughs> Baby, we are rising up. Yeah. We are. <laughs> also, by the way, they're getting laid a lot. The handmaids. They're having lots of sex. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, they're trying to make babies with them all the time. Uh, oh, they're why? the only fertile women left in the future. By the way, when you do a dystopian, I'm really tired of dystopian novels and dystopian TV shows because all that really is just a masturbation fodder for you to create any future you want to express your political point of view. Like in the future, it'll be like this, and then you can like then talk shit about all the people who made it like that, even though it's not really like that since you just made it up. Yeah, it's like the feminists uh, don't really have that much to complain about yes. that's real. Oh so it's like, now we have to invent... Yes, they're inventing a horrible future. We'll just make... Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. They're like, isn't it horrible that all the, all the men are raping all the women? Like, yeah, that is horrible, but that's actually not happening now. The women aren't being raped for the ba- to make babies for uh, to sell off to Mexico, which is, spoiler alert, the show. Uh, yeah. That's actually not happening currently. So yes, <laughs> if that were to happen, I agree with you. That's a horrible. That's a horrible. So like, isn't, isn't it terrible that there's a, a rape scene in Game of Thrones? It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like a hundred people just got decapitated too. <laughs> like that's not great, is it? Or, that's I, funny. Someone just said that to me. They said I stopped watching Game of Thrones because of the rape scene. Well, <laughs> yeah, rape scene. I was like, but that's what happened. But bad people. guys rape, right? I mean, another thing like the Vikings and. I want to start seeing a bunch of women running around. Also, Actually, no, there are a few. There are a few stories. There's the some really movies. strong women in Game of Thrones. In fact, the, the yeah. strongest characters are all female characters. They're yes. really horrible people, but they're all like the. They're all talk about queens and princesses, right? They run everything. The, yeah, the dragon queen, Cersei. They're all. It's all women, evil women, Cersei. and the woman uh, sleeping with her brother, like making babies with right. her brother. I don't know. It seems. Why pretty... don't they just put in a female rape? You know, girl on guy rape scene. Yeah. Uh, they actually had that. I think. Yeah, they did have that. Well, then what are people did complaining they? about? Yeah. Well, they also emasculated that one character where oh, they cut his balls I know, off. No, and, like, they told, that was so yeah, sad. Yeah. So okay. I don't... Actually, this is like The Handmaid's Tale with a lot of swords. You know what's funny? Death. We can't remember... That was a big... That was like one full season of pure torture for him. Yeah. Do you know his name? Uh, Reek. Oh, my God. Good for you. Thanks. Well, I always remember the name of a guy who gets his balls cut off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, like slowly over hours, too. It wasn't like a quick thing. It was like a slow. Matt doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh. He's anti anything that's popular. Oh. <laughs> just so it. when he goes to cocktail parties, he can have nothing to talk about. <laughs> just like, I got nothing. To, I just don't know any topics you guys are talking about. I don't, I don't watch episodic TV usually because I get, um, I start binge watching it. And I can't stop and I'll stay up till six in the morning and really derails my week. And I know my limitation. I can't stop watching Handmaid's Tale, even though it's about how horrible men are. And you know that book was written in the late seventies, I think. It's the book. I told us, Matt. It's like the book is thirty-five years old. Yeah. So and they bought, they made a movie about it in nineteen ninety. Yes, I remember. Which wasn't a bad movie, by the way. And they did a mm-hmm. stage show about it ten years later. And now, like twenty years later, they bring it back because someone's like, "Hmm, let's think of a story where the men are all horrible rapists." <laughs> And the women are forced into being raped and, preg- and pregnant, and, and they're killing all the transgender and all the stuff. Oh, Handmaid's Tale works. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't these the same people that claim that, like, uh, there's not a lot of biological difference between men and women, and women are just as strong as men? And uh, I think it's the same well, the, book was, the book was written in the early 80s, so back then it was still uh, women need to be ma- making the babies. We talked about this last week, how women won't be making babies soon. They won't be making no, babies. No, they'll be making them in uh, vending machines. You'll be buying sperm in vending machines. 
<laughs> doing what you got to do and coming out with a baby. Oh, shit, you're out to, you all get really drunk and you're like, oh, I got to press the wrong button. <laughs> oh, shit, I got the wrong baby. I know, that's true. They won't, they won't be, it's going to be like the Jewish, I want to get the Jewish vending machine. So I mean, the, so I mean the Nazis, like, it's all the blue eyes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Ours will be like 50. Do you see that thing in Switzerland where they told the Jews they had to bathe in the hotel? Yeah, Matt. No. What do you think about that, non-Jewish person? What a, a hotel keeper in Switzerland put up a sign saying, uh, Jews, you must bathe before you enter the pool. This is today? This is recent? <laughs> oh, like three days ago at a hotel in Switzerland, which, by the way, is one of the most anti-Semitic countries in the right, entire world. Right, I was going to say, isn't that Switzerland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, give, us back our, give us back our paintings and our gold. And they're like, and they interview the owner. like, oh, you know, I don't do English very well, so maybe I didn't write what I was supposed to. I'm like, no, you wrote Jews have to bathe. <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? That's got to be an old person that did that, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it was all, and they're like, well, I've noticed it. And he's, uh, I noticed that Jews don't bathe uh, before they go swimming. So I just wanted to remind the Jews to do that. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Well, they didn't that, wash their hands. And by the way, uh, they also said the Jews have to go into the showers before entering the pool. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what they did with the the African Americans. Yeah, yes, yeah. and they had uh, four different fonts in the letter and different colors. So obviously, you spent a lot of time looking at the letter. <laughs> oh Why are you supposed to shower? Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure everyone's encouraged to shower before you go in the pool. Although yes. I, I don't understand why. You I'm going to tell you uh, because when you wash your, <laughs> no, this is true. Because supposedly when you shower before you go in a pool, you take off all the dirt, but yes. you actually close your pores. Huh. So the chlorine doesn't go inside your pores. Oh, really? Yep. Also, according to my oh. my pool man. Oh. <laughs> I have very sensitive uh, skin, so I'm going to take it that fucks up your, yeah. It fucks up your pool because you have bacteria on you from just dirt, and it actually causes like algae and stuff to grow in the pool more. Right. So if you wash before you go in the pool, you get cleaner pools. But it's very huh. important to wash. Not and just then, shoes, Matt. Hold on. <laughs> and then lather up with tons of sunscreen because that doesn't fuck up your pool at all. Right. One of my er- early childhood <laughs> demented experiences is going with my dad to an old school old guy's gym where you had to be naked. And you had to swim naked. You weren't allowed to wear bathing suits. And you had to shower before you got in the pool. So you couldn't just like drop your drawers and run into the pool and dive into the pool. You had to stand in the shower with like 20 old guys, really old guys with wrinkly balls in your face. And shower and then jump in the, in the freezing cold pool together. Actually, now I think about it, that wasn't maybe a gym. Uh, uh, oh so let's God. talk about people who were. Let's talk about people who are really oppressed. Black people. Matt, Jessica, you guys are the whitest people I know. So ESPN held a uh, what is being called now a slave auction. Do you play, Matt? You don't play fantasy football, right? You uh, tried no, for a while. No, I do. I do. I've do done, you really? Yeah, I've done pretty well at it. Really? <laughs> Which is hilarious because I don't watch football. Which just shows you that uh, it's always a woman, usually a woman who wins the fantasy football league by picking the best favorite colors and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. And Matt really approximates that in his football knowledge. Yes. Whatever rhymes with words he likes or whatever he finds funny. I do uh, I do a bunch of false calculations to make it look like I'm really smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you take a moment for your picks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who should be my pocket pick? I don't I know. Uh, so ESPN, so Jessica, let me explain to you how, how fantasy football works. Please do. Uh, it's, either, it's for guys who can't really play football, and they pick football players from different teams, and however well that football player does each week on in the NFL, they get points for that player. Right. So they pick like a wide receiver from one team, running back. Let me know if I'm using terms you don't understand. A quarterback from another team. I know what the, I understand these terms. I just don't know where they play on the field. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you like pick Except for the quarterback. You pick your favorite, pl- the top players from different teams. You form your own team, and then how are they play each week? And that's why the guys watch like 80 hours of football in the weekend because they have to see how their player on, on Indianapolis or in Tampa Bay is doing because they get points for it. Right. Can you trade those guys? You can trade them. It's all it's 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 for geeks. It's geek football, right? 
So you get to feel like you're, they call it fantasy football, although it has nothing to do with sports okay. other than the performance on the field. And then you win money or you get to brag among all your friends in Hawaiian shirts. And like, guys. Also, I think it's a good excuse for guys to go out and just like hook up with women and say they're going to do fantasy football. <laughs> At least half the guys who are telling their wives are in a fantasy football league are definitely not in a fan- It's like bowling used to be. You used to have guys who go, I'm going bowling. Whoever, nobody went bowling. That a, makes sense. I had a friend that got busted because uh, they do like this, you know, it's like a $1,000 a person fantasy league. Wow. And my buddy um, created like a separate bank account to like launder all the fantasy money and his wife found out about it. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in the doghouse. He's not allowed to have his own money. Apparently not. Like a reverse Handmaid's Tale, oh. almost. Handboy's Tale. <laughs> So ESPN ran this skit. ESPN basically, by the way, has fired a lot of people recently. They downsized dramatically because people are cutting the cord on cable and they're not watching ESPN as much. So they fired a lot of people. And I think they fired some of their best people, by the way. So now they just have stupid shit on ESPN ideas. So they ran a skit where they're going to do a fantasy football. By the way, they had a million people playing fantasy football on ESPN. So it's not a small thing. Right. A million guys. You, do you know anyone who plays fantasy football? Oh, my kid. My husband. Do they win or they lose? Well, my husband plays a lot of fantasy football. Yes. Very concerned now. Yes. Know. Said. Make sure he brings him a trophy. Right? Have a little tro- Someone has to go buy the fake trophy for the fantasy He's football. He's in a lot of groups. There's a lot of Sunday, like, five-hour stints. With the guys. Well, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder. Good news, he might be, just be gay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, Matt, you've been to those auctions and stuff. It's a pretty gay experience. Like um, 15 guys sitting around drinking light beer and, like, talking about men who are more masculine athletic than they are and picking them for their teams yeah well the from my experience it's just a reason to get real shit faced yes uh i i think it might just be a crutch to drink it's ball it's what bowling used to be like in the 70s like guys would go bowling and women too just so you can get drunk it's your book club who the fuck likes bowling it's your it's your (laughs) fantasy (laughs) it's your fantasy football darts it's by their bar sports yeah exactly but now they have trivia bars so you can go do trivia to go get drunk or podcast by the way uh, so they held this little thing where they're auctioning off the players. And the way it works is like you get a, everyone gets the same amount of money, fake money, to buy a team with. And then every player comes up, the great players, you, you bid on them. There's like an active auction. So you spend 20 or 30 bucks on a wide receiver, running back, and then everyone fills out their team. So it's completely fair. But ESPN didn't make this up. This, people do this already. It's been going it's, on for decades. It's an auction draft. It's, it's one of the ways you draft it's it. It's massively popular. I mean, it's like people... It's the best way to do it, I think. The auction is, yeah, it's the fairest way. Instead of taking turns and shit, because yeah. it allows people to actually present a skill to the game, which is actually out of bid. If you're a good bidder and you're right. smart, you get a better team. Anyhow, they ran this thing, and all the players, as it turns out, I don't know if you guys know, most professional players are black. A large percentage of NFL, NBA players are happen to be African-American, if I may use the term. And all the guys, losers who play fantasy football are all white guys. I don't know why that, I don't know why that is. <laughs> I also thinking like is, white guys are the only guys who wear Hawaiian shirts. You just never see a black guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Right. It's because black guys have a sense of style, and white guys play fantasy football and don't know how to dress. There's <laughs> just certain things that are stereotypical one way. There were a few non-white guys in the audience. Anyhow, everyone got up in arms because it looked like they were holding up pictures of like a black wide receiver, and then people were bidding twenty, thirty, twenty-five dollars, thirty dollars, and they compared it to a slave auction. And all of a sudden, ESPN had to apologize and was like, "These are racially divisive times." Matt, let me ask you first. Was this anything resembling a slave auction? You used to go to those. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to a slave auction. I, I picture they were not as civil as this uh, 
engagement. Like a, like, well, similar to the slave auction, there were a lot of fat white guys in the audience. <laughs> so that was probably the same. But actually, no one alive has been to a slave auction. Well, the guy wasn't even... I mean, when you do a slave auction, the guy is standing there, the slave. He had a little picture. A, he had a little picture of the player. not a headshot no. of the guy. No. Uh, I don't really see the issue. It, it, unless you just don't understand how fantasy football works... Uh, or you're just now realizing that most uh, athletes in the NFL are black. I just don't get. It seems like a real non-issue. And yeah, the, these are shitty times. But maybe focus on the on the actual neo-Nazis over the fantasy football segment on ESPN. I mean, you only have so much time or so much concern or energy to spend on the issue. Why would you possibly, unless you're a fucking idiot, why would you care about this at all, Jessica? I just keep seeing fantasy football swiping like Tinder, and they're like, "No, no, I don't know why." Just it's very. Because, I mean, look, <laughs> it's, you're like, "No, no, left, right, or whatever." Which way you go on Tinder? The reason it's it's perceived <laughs> as racist is because most of the players are black, and most of the guys who play fa- fake football are white. But the black guys are getting all the money, and the and the and the jobs, which it seems to be like, yes, it is racially segregated, not by force, just by the way it's worked out. And the people who are black are, are well, the ones doing really well. But the people that are out, uh, that are doing the playing the, the game, yeah. they didn't segregate it. No. I mean, it's not. They're picking the best players. Right, I think the that's best a compliment. Are... That's what yeah. I think too. I think it's a compliment. Like, yes. yes, that's right. I mean, you could probably argue on a deeper level. Like when you go to an NFL game, the uh, depending on the city, the crowds are are going to be ninety percent white. Uh, you know, heavily white in the audience, and you're watching these black guys who are giving themselves brain damage for your entertainment. So, right. I mean, I guess you could kind of say that's you could have a problem with football in general, but then again, you could have a problem with just about anything in all of society. Um, but there'd be if they're if, voluntarily if, playing. If like there were no black athletes playing, they all said we're not going to play anymore. Like there'd be plenty of like white guys who would take three million dollars a year to get brain damage, right? Yeah, they would be. Fil- it's not like yeah, their job. It's not absolutely. like this isn't like. Mexican workers picking strawberries for $2 an hour. Right. These are extremely well-paid jobs that people are dying to get. Literally. Yeah. Literally dying. Brain dying. Yes. <laughs> and then Odell, I like how Odell Beckham, like, uh, commenting on this slave auction, he just wrote, uh, speechless, which is now becoming like a real pet peeve of mine. Yes. <laughs> because it's like a way to not say anything, but somehow imply that you're offended or that... Like, first of all, why don't you try and find the words? Isn't that what you say to a little kid? Hey, try and find yes. the words to describe how you're feeling. Well, I feel kind of bad for him because they all, like, a million people, reporters rushed him to ask him what he felt about this. And he had to say something, right? He's a black wide receiver for the Giants, and he was the one who was on the TV screen who was being auctioned off. Okay. And he's probably like, I don't give a shit, but now I have to say something <laughs> because if I don't say anything, then people are going to think I don't care. It's going to look really bad. So he just said, speechless. <laughs> Which is something like, you know, girls say like on their tweets or whatever like that when like some singer goes off, takes his shirt off. What on do you stage. want him to say? I'm pleading the fifth. What, but what do people... I actually, that drives me nuts when they interview any athlete after the game. Like... Your mind is probably going, still going over the game, how it went, what you did wrong, what you did right. I mean, it, it's so. I know that it's part of the whole deal, but I'm always. I actually watch that and judge. I'm kind of like, I really? want to. Yeah, a little bit. I, I'm kind of like, what are you going to say that's actually going to impress me? 
Yeah. That's why I don't think women should watch sports. It doesn't make sense at all. And by the way, they train those players. They, they all grow up. There's a funny scene in Bull Durham. I don't know if you guys have seen Bull Durham. Yes. When Kevin Costner is telling Tim Robbins the things to say when you're being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Just the inane, insipid things that mean nothing. Yeah, One yeah. day at a time. I'm just doing my best. I hope it works out for the team. And they just all learn that shit because you can only hurt yourself by saying anything, anything of meaning. I actually like that he said speechless then. Yeah. Maybe he knew he was going to hurt himself. Because he can go like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he can only hurt himself. He can, yeah. only, he can only possibly hurt himself. And by the way, as much as I'm sure black players feel put upon and racist and stuff like that, they know they have a, currently have a good deal making $12 million a year as a wide receiver. So they're not going to jeopardize They're not going to jeopardize that. They saw what happened to Kaepernick. You know, I mean, he's not a great quarterback, but he's clearly being blackballed now because of his political speech. So he's losing a ton of money because of what he said. Well, I don't know what he said. Cause That's okay. I'm talking to Matt, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> you can go. The ladies, Matt, can, tell the, us. La- the ladies can go to the salon for, drink, for, for cocktails. He did. Oh, thanks so much. Oh, Matt, talk about sports <laughs> and some cigars. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, so st- he didn't stand for the national anthem. Uh and it's a black, he, Black Lives Matter protest. He grew an afro, but is he? I see. I don't know enough about football. Is he really being blackballed? Because he wasn't a good player. Uh, Do you know any bad quarterbacks have jobs in the NFL? He's right going to be better than Jay Cutler, right? Well, whether he, he's better than some people that have contracts now. Yeah, he's he was he's not a great, but he's a good enough player. There's so many recycled bad quarterbacks making five million this year. But is it is it so much what he said or did, or just like we don't like that you're kind of a distraction? It's both. Uh, but, I mean, play, that's what players learn is, like, when you have a good deal, you don't want any distraction. You don't want to say anything. That's why they, uh, you know, no. pay no, off no, their no, women. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. He, I, I, the, he, he was sticking up for saying Black Lives Matter. Is that it was his not, whole speech? Yes, yes. That's what it was. The, yes. You know, here's the deal. You're in that spot. You get that moment. Well, actually, he's a backup. Make back, it matter. He was a backup quarterback holding, yeah. the clipboard, holding the clipboard. So he wasn't even starting. He was, like, on the sideline doing it. Which is kind of sad because he was a starter for like four years when I think he could have actually like said, look, I, I've told this Matt before, he was in the Super Bowl. He could have said, look, fuck it, I'm not playing Super Bowl because of this shit and made a real statement. But he kind of waited until he was a backup and he was holding the clipboard to do the big thing. Is it ever too late? Yeah, it is too late. Okay. If he had like, if he really put skin in the game and really said, fuck it. I'm I just, get it. I'm, I'm Tom Brady. I'm not going to play in the Super Bowl. And you guys are going to lose billions of dollars. That would be a, that would I would have applauded him for that. Even though I, 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 and his afro, he's got an amazing afro. I just wish I had fucking hair. Uh, let me bring up a girl topic with you, Jessica. I'm still thinking about that one. <laughs> Taylor Swift, you love Taylor Swift. Yes. She's adorable. She's uh, Matt. Do you know her dad was an investment banker? Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She got a little country thing going on, but her dad's like the like Mr. Potter of town. He's like the richest guy in town. So, uh, Jessica, this is all about people putting hands on people's asses. So, you seem like a person who's had some hands on her ass before. Thanks. Yeah. Both, both, both uh, requested and unrequested. Yep. Women, I understand from talking to every woman that they all get they all get a hand on their ass at some point, like regularly. That's a regular thing because I've never actually. I don't know, Matt. Maybe I'm not going to ask him because I'm afraid of the answer. I don't think I've ever like slapped a girl's ass. I didn't know. That just seems kind of weird. It just seems. By the way, I know guys who've done this. I've seen guys do it before, so I know what happens. But it never, it never struck me that like I'm just going to go whack that girl's ass. <laughs> like, just it must have been the way you were raised. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it just seemed like I've seen it happen in person. I've seen guys, guys I don't know, do that. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it all. I've been out even like with the groups of guys, and a guy I don't really know is like, 
yeah, I'm going to go slap that girl's ass. I'm like, why? I love that you're what? both claiming, like, we're out with the groups of guys, but we don't know the one guy. <laughs> like, he's yeah. not our friend. <laughs> well, I went, we, we don't know him. I wouldn't be friends. I don't, if a guy I went out with all the time kept grabbing girls' asses, I don't think I'd want to keep going out with him. It right. just seems kind of... Well, Maybe you scared he might grab your ass next. Yes. <laughs> like, it's weird. I just quite... I saw a guy do I'm like, what Jaretsy was he hand. thinking at the time? Like, is that is that like how you hit... Is that going to work? I mean, if it works, maybe. I don't know. But like, it just seems like a weird... You could say hello. <laughs> like, you could say hello. Or tell a joke. Or like, have a pickup line or something that's It's a good way to get your ass kicked by a, a, a gang of shady guys that know the <laughs> yes. chick. You yes. Know? <laughs> or gets... Or you're going to get... Matt, you know, he gets punched by girls. <laughs> We get punch, some girls will turn around and punch or slap, and then everyone looks at you like, "Oh, you're the creepy molester well, who grabs girls." Right. What's, what is it? What, like, what's but the Matt's upside? Matt's not that guy. He doesn't grab the girls' ass. No, 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 no. no he no. just berates them. Grabbing a girl, and there's the guys who grab her on the shoulders or grab the whatever. They grab. They just touch. There's a lot of touching going on. Yeah. I don't quite understand. I don't quite understand, but I'm sure it happen, has happened to you before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you venture into a lot of seedy places. There might be some science to touching. You know, like if a, a waitress, um, whenever they, if they know what they're doing, they'll drop the check or something and they always touch you on the shoulder. Yes. Well, women um, touch men all the time. Yes. Yeah, sales girls t- and yes. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can't buy a car without basically getting a hand job. <laughs> so, like, well, you know, depends what kind of car you're buying. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. The, female, the, uh, the guys are all like, they're probably not very handsome guys at the sales dealership. But the women are like, they're very touchy. Like, are you test driving the car? And they're like, they're very. What, what car dealership are you attending? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I'm at a strip club. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But they're using their feminine wiles. You mean to, the receptionist? Yeah, maybe. The hot receptionist that's behind the thick counter? I was sure if the guys were handsome, they'd do the same thing, too. They're telling the like, oh, this car looks great on you. You still look so hot in this car and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't really buy, <laughs> I buy cars online. You know, gay uh, guys do that a lot, too. I was in the Abbey, and some guy grabbed my dick. What? Uh, yeah, I was walking by and he in just. The third, were you in the third stall in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, he just grabbed it like a doorknob. I got what? The, I, I wasn't even. Uh, I wasn't even mad. I Not was just twice. shocked. I was just fucking shocked. Did you think that where it said put your put your thing here? It was the it's the toilet. Well, <laughs> yeah, your, guys are guys are. That's an urban. Let's say like let's say. Ten, no, that's not. No, no, that's a real thing. A glory hole. No, yes. did the uh, really did the what's his name the senator or congressman from Minnesota a few years back got busted in an Larry airport? Craig, uh, in the airport, right, for putting his shoe under the stall and then he. Yeah, Tell the guys yeah, signal each other they want to have sex in the bathroom. And they like barricade themselves in the stall with their luggage. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. And then they like what? They yeah. do like they pass their shoe to each other. There's some signal they have. So to you're know. taking off your shoe in a public bathroom. Uh, disgusting. On a disgusting toilet. Well, <laughs> oh, if you're gonna hell go, no. If you're gonna go down on a dude in the fucking airport, you know, you're, you're, your there's foot, something wrong. Foot fungus is not yeah. your worst concern. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a signal because I someone uh, it was a uh, I think in college bathrooms too. I don't know in other places. Or like a library. There are always the stories of the library, like the gay guys would hook up for sex. So they yeah. had some signal because they don't want to like hit on straight guys. They want to know they're reciprocating. So what do you do? You throw your shoe out in the library? Throw <laughs> a book know. at someone? Like, There's a password. How did they become known at, a, at an airport of all places where people are transient coming in and out? Like, how is that the place where you show up? Like, first of all, the parking, huge pain in the ass at the Minneapolis airport. Well, no, you think they're going parking at the airport just to have sex at the airport? Well, how did that become a known? I think it was like a known stall. Like, this stall is oh, where you, like... I don't know. I won't touch anything in the so airport elaborate. toilet. Okay. I wrap my entire body, like, in paper and plastic. I won't touch anything. <laughs> I wouldn't take a blowjob from a fucking hot 
woman in an airport bathroom. I agree. Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't want a blowjob from a hot woman in an no. airport bathroom. No. Or just, just why would there be a hot woman in the bath next to the graffiti? Yeah. Next to the dirty graffiti. Out. <laughs> just, out. I'm just saying, if Jennifer Lopez was like, I'm going to blow you in the stall in the bathroom, I'd say but, no. By the way, you. you have, I assume, no idea what men's rooms look like at airports. <laughs> no, it but I know like, what they look like in bars, yeah. which is probably comparable. It's that, yeah. but like... 50 times the size like yeah. with 50 stalls it, it's just utterly disgusting but isn't it just urinals on the whole wall well the stall, they're having sex in the stalls I think and it's just, it looks like it, no matter what airport you go to in the US it looks like you're in the third world like in some like you're in Peru and has yeah. no one's been in there to clean in 20 years and there's like a body on the ground I don't, I don't know why but now a, when yeah. I walk in there I think of Ebola yeah, oh, yeah always, me too. always like I'm always like Ebola somewhere in this airport I was <laughs> in Dallas uh, at the airport when that whole Ebola, Ebola thing, thing went on oh no uh, did not use the uh, bathroom but frightening nonetheless yeah. So let me tell you what happened to Taylor Swift. Oh, she got her ass grabbed three years ago, four years ago, by a radio DJ. I know about, I know a decent number of radio DJs. They're all ass grabbers. So if 10% of guys are ass grabbers, all DJs fall into that category. They just and they're are. not your friends. Uh, no, they're not my friends. <laughs> I will put up with some guy, some male, common, normal male behavior, the masculine stuff. But guys who pick fights in bars, I won't hang out with. Get it. And guys who grope women, I won't hang out with. What about guys that snap towels at you? Uh, <laughs> I don't like towel snapping. I don't, oh, or any, sort of gay. Uh, oh no! Any guy who hangs out naked anywhere. I had a roommate once, a male roommate who liked to walk around naked around the place. Mm. That's and, gonna be my son. And I was like, <laughs> no. I just, I just looked at him. I said, no. Did he have a big penis? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I just. He was. No, hairy. no. Did he have a big penis? No, I didn't. Look, the guys don't look like they don't look at that. No, no. But you know it. You, you don't look at it. You know. No, guys don't. I really, honestly, don't look at guys' penises. That's probably the only. I mean, reason. If, look. If it was eight feet long, yeah, it would hang on the floor. <laughs> I would have noticed. But like, I don't know. He was a hairy. Like one was of those guys. Short? He was a short, hairy guy, like hairy all over. Mm-hmm. Like look like it was like a monkey walking around. <laughs> I don't care if he's short or not. I just like I, I looked at him. I was like, it was like day one of living together, and I was like. No, no, you're not, you're not, this is not going to no, happen. No, because if he had a small penis, he wouldn't have been hanging out with nothing on. No, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah, the gym, I don't think there's any penis relationships to guys who like to be naked. There's guys who like to be naked in the locker room, and I don't think they're always, like, showing off. I've I think actually just- seen some sort of, like, inverted penises. Uh, Matt looks, so Matt the- looks. You know. <laughs> Thank you, Matt, for being Matt honest. Looks, <laughs> well, you're going to notice. Turn away. Like- well, you're supposed to turn away because you don't want to be caught looking. At another man's genitals. Why I look at if a bunch of women are naked. I'm looking at. It's I'm different like, with guys. You get why? that's because you get a bad reputation that way. What will you be gay? Uh, well, no. Some guys might take offense if they catch you eyeballing their their their. their, their job, I mean, their I would body. be like, yeah, I'm looking at yours. It's just considered it bad. Up. It's bad locker room for. Well, why do you really want to see a, a dick anyway? No, they're kind of unsightly. And by the way, the guys who are naked in the locker room are always usually really. Fat, like older guys, and there's a lot of shit. To, if you want to see a lot of shit, like hanging, there's a lot of shit hanging from all over. It the place. is like the fatter, the fatter and older you are, the more nude you are. What they're shaving. They're always shaving, and they're always shaving <laughs> naked. Every locker room yes. I've ever been. In. There's like ten percent of guys like to be naked. They just like to be naked around other guys, and they're not even necessarily even gay. They just like. I get it. My caveman. son likes to be naked. The caveman. But thing. he has a nice sized penis. So well, that's it's, cute. What I was it's cute. Maybe cute when you're. <laughs> Anyhow, it's not cute. I Taylor Swift had her ass grabbed. <laughs> And the guy, so clearly, he had a photo of her. It was it was after a show in Denver. She's, by the way, the biggest artist in the entire world. She was at the time and still is. She was a top-grossing music artist in the entire world. I don't know how she even does that. I don't. You like her music, probably. She's, well, I... 
really she plays like threw little, that at me. Like, she plays like, little okay, ditties, right? She does little ditties on her guitar, and they're all like songs she about sings, her boyfriend. Yes. She's not, she's, she's not untalented, but she's not like crazy talented. No. She just... She's, she's adorable. She's cute, I guess, and she's cute like little riffs, cute little little. She's speaking songs. of neo-Nazis. She's just got the whole wad, <laughs> right? She's like a Barbie doll. There kind was of thing. like a rumor that she was a Nazi. No, like an well, she never had rumor. she never had black backup dancers for the true, longest though. time. She only had white people she's in her not videos. A Nazi, she's racist. Well, no. she also uh, she, she just, would like date guys for the publicity, right? Yeah, she is a publicity yes. little whore. That's why I think if anyone, and I, I do think he grabbed her ass, but if there was anyone that was going to make up something like this. I think it would be Taylor. You Swift. saw the picture. He clearly grabbed it. Air yes, ass. I'm, I'm looking at his. I'm I'm basing it not even on the hand position. I'm basing it on his face. That just yes. looks like a guy that's <laughs> a mustache. Total ass grab. I have to. I always. I, I went. I went. I don't do the ass grab. I don't hang out with friends who ass grab. But if I'm hanging next to Taylor Swift, I gotta think about a little goose. Maybe just a little <laughs> oh goose. Oh my god! I just for a story. Just for the story effect. I just think for, that's what he was going yes. for. Yeah, but he, no, he hit it. But he kind of hit it. his wife was standing next to him too, which is really kind of cool. And uh, <laughs> maybe she told him to do it. So she let him. She let the whole thing instant go. Although she claims later, latter day, it was really traumatizing for her, and she was like, she like continued the photo ops, right? She continued the photo op, and I'm sure she's had her. I mean, like you know, women get their ass grabbed all the time, so it's probably happened to her a hundred times before. And she's like, hates it every time, but she puts up with it. And this time, the guy, she got the guy fired, so he sued her, then she sued back. She finally won the case this week, and she won. She sued for a dollar, one dollar, to symbolize all, all the pain that women go through through sexual assault. And she turned this whole thing into how she stood up for women who are in the shadows and afraid to come forward about sexual assault. Here's my question to you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, woman. I think Matt probably mostly agrees with me because we've talked about sexual uh, rape and stuff so often. Uh, we don't do it, but we talk about it a lot. Right. Uh, should there be some tier system for like sexual assault where like not everything that might be technically te- sexual assault should be discussed as sexual assault? Like a guy in a, in a bar putting his hand on your ass or a guy in a photo op sneaking a, a goose on your ass. Uh, is that the, does that diminish like violent sexual assault or heavy-duty sexual assault, let's say? Or do you think it raises awareness for all sexual assault? Well, you know... I think I think she is just trying to prove a point, and I think she is right in the way of opening the doors for people who can't necessarily vocalize. So she's she represents women. I went to one of her concerts yeah. with my twelve year old daughter. Not do you think? Myself. Do you think uh, like in the future, really wealthy women who have their, uh, DJs put their hands on their ass at photo ops will now come forward? Will now come forward? The <laughs> <laughs> shame. I mean, is that really? I mean, is that does that? Weird, women all feel? my friends are doing it. If a woman's like actually like date rape somewhere violently or whatever. Is she going to come forward now because of Taylor Swift? If she wouldn't, if she wouldn't have before. I have to tell you, in her concert, she is power to the women. And she is telling all these young... Maybe she'll... Yes, do I think... There has to be levels of yes. what you're, you're claiming. There definitely... I, I do. There has to be a level. But I think... Her point by suing him only for a dollar yeah. was saying, like, listen, don't fucking grab my ass just because I'm Taylor Swift and you want to. And it's kind of representing most women, I, I think. I, I can't say all. Of saying, like, don't touch me. You know, like, don't just take that. I mean, can you imagine if she went over and just grabbed his dick while they were the photo op? Like, oh, yeah. It was Matt that might have happened. You would never. Women don't do that shit. Uh, no, women don't, but men do that stuff. So, and it's, but that it's, doesn't make it right because men do it. No, no, it's not right. We're talking about de- levels of wrongness. Levels of wrongness. Levels of wrongness. So he got fired and he got all this other shit happened. He lost his career. He probably can't work again in radio, all this stuff like that. 
Do you think that'll happen, or do you think he'll in a year he'll be back out there? No, so- well, now he's not because he's got a douche face all over the place for, for losing this lawsuit against her and being called a sexual assaulter. That's probably a heavy-duty label to follow you. What, what was his approach in this thing? So uh, did he sue her for, like, defamation? So she, after the incident, she didn't say anything at the time, but then later she had her people call his radio station, basically, and say he did this, and they fired him. And then he sued her for, because he said he never touched her ass. He claims he never touched her ass. Right. And that he got sued for, he lost his job for no reason. So he sued her for millions, which they threw out of court. He uh, fucked up. He fucked up. His ego got in the way. He well, he did get fired. Away. He did get fired. So what? Walk away, get fired, sign What it? if he really was innocent? Let's, uh, I was thinking, you know, if, if I don't he think was he guilty, was, by the way. But no. what if he was? No, I don't think so either. But uh, if, if you're guilty, why would you press your luck like that? I don't know because Ego. he saw because he saw the <laughs> he saw the photo and realized there was no photo of his hand on her ass. I mean, we don't know for sure. No, that's what I'm saying. Photo. Yeah, but if you look at that photo, if you, I mean, and you can't see him grabbing her ass, but you see her arm. He didn't grab. He put his hand on her on her under her skirt. Yeah, but on her you ass. see her arm right there, which yeah. means one thing: move it. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that he. Right. I, I think he did. I just wonder if the penalty and then her. By the way, she's not, she's very much disliked by sidebar to the story. She's very much disliked by feminists because yeah. for 10 years, last than 10 years, she's never spoken on any fem- women's issues. She did not come out for Clinton. She didn't come out for any of these like... But uh, she doesn't have to come out for Clinton. The, the, like, the Women's March stuff, she didn't say anything about. They even like tried to get her to, to say something positive about it. She wouldn't do it. So feminists really actually don't like her. And when, her, when this case happened, she was kind of blackballed by the hardcore feminists, like the HuffPo feminists and stuff. They wouldn't like hail her as one of them, even after she talked about but sexual But she's assault. not a feminist. She's well, a girl. She doesn't even... I mean, why... I can't understand why all these people, their opinions... It's like, you're not me. You're not this. You're not that. Can't people just fucking be? No. No. <laughs> you can't. Like, not you when you have, have 80 million. Fo- not when you have 80 million... Not when you're a public persona. Not when you have 80 million fans on social media. You represent a, you represent a force. You have to identify You something. are the force, though. And she does. You said she identifies as girl power in her concerts. She does. She really talks about women taking charge... A girl is taking charge, and maybe it's a little like, "Don't let the guys fuck you over." Yeah, because <laughs> like, that is her. I know a dad had to go. Entire premise. A dad had to go to the Taylor Swift concert, and he said he cried just from the pa- just from the pain. <laughs> How is she not a feminist? Isn't that kind of a feminist message? Well, she's is, not, she won't but the publicly. Feminists don't like her because she didn't go. For what it, she, she won't take controversial stands on behalf of women. She supported Kesha. And she gave Kesha money for her secretly gave her money trial. Secretly oh, gave her money. Oh, she secretly did it. Yeah, she wasn't like Lady Gaga who wrote a song about rape and then like. Oh, I thought pub- she publicly gave her money. I no. think Taylor Swift is searching a little bit for her own her own identity away from her should family. We, and should everything. people be able to grab her ass while she's searching for that identity? No, I don't want anybody. to grab <laughs> I like her philosophy. Clearly, they that, won't. What if, a hot, what if a hot guy grabs your ass? Who's allowed to grab your ass? Name some names. As, who's, nobody's allowed to grab my ass. What if a hot, like a hot actor you love grabbed your no. ass? No. What would you say? I'd be like, get the fuck off Really? Me. Yes. Mm. I used to work in a bar, and people would always try to do something, something. So Ryan Gosling grabs your ass, and you slap him? I wouldn't. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you touching me? And then really? I grab his dick. Yes. Matt, what about you? Ryan Gosling grabs your ass. You, <laughs> different reaction. <laughs> totally different reaction. I'd sue immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a double. I think there's a double standard. No. So here's the thing. So boy band members, boy singers, Jonas Brothers. That's all I can name right now. Uh, <laughs> the hot in young sync. boy in sync. What back Backstreet in the day? Boys. They get groped. I saw like a Justin Bieber walking towards his concert thing. He gets grabbed by girls, and even like prepubescent girls are grabbing him. It's kind of weird because they're not even sexualized yet. Yeah. But they're just like touching him. 
And then there are older women who come and touch him sexually. And, yeah. and of course, he doesn't... So actually, somebody he's an ass and like swears at him or whatever, which I don't blame him for too much. But also, he would never have a court case. A guy can never have a court case where a girl grabbed my, you know, grabbed my ass and now I'm going to sue her. Because he would be seen as such the biggest loser. We would all be laughing at him right now. So isn't there a double standard? Well, there is, but also men love that shit. That's oh, your thing. Men oh, love that they're shit. asking for it. Men you, are asking for it. They're asking. <laughs> no, it is. I totally agree. With, I just said the first thing I said was you're right. There is a double standard. But men, if a man went and said, uh, maybe, let's see. I want somebody to do it. Matt, will you tell Jessica about your feeling about double standards for, for, me, for women? How they're no, asking wait. for equality but demanding special treatment at the same time? Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, 93% of workplace-related deaths are men. So why would you get paid the same? He knows a lot of stats, by the way. I love that. I love when people quote stats because you can't challenge them. No, No. dude, it's 91. (laughs) I'm sorry. I read the Harvard study. It's 1991. (laughs) I never trust people to quote stats in anything, even though some of them are smart and they know what they're talking about, because it always feels like they could just make up shit. And they do. Usually people make up stuff anyhow. I make up a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, oh, 93%, you say. <laughs> but his eyes don't move. So we, we believe him. But here's the thing. So, uh, uh, Jessica, equality. Either women are treated the same as men, good and the bad, or shouldn't, there, shouldn't they not be fair to oh, treat them? You know, there's not there's no equality, people. I don't know. There's just that's not going to exist. I'm done with that. In the Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale, they're not raping the men. The men are all pigs, though, as it turns out. Don't forget, men secretly deep down all rapists. I got a question. Oh, actually, no. Matt, explain segment. Matt, explain segment. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep rolling here. I think as we have a a, a female guest, we're just going to have more anti-female topics. I'm feeling feeling so alone here. Well, before, it was like, Matt, we had to role play. Like, we're like two guys on the island. Someone had to be the woman. Like, it was just like... (laughs) Bring, no, like, you brought in the dumb blonde. Yes. Like, bring in the dumb blonde. Well, yeah, but you're, you're, no, you're doing a good job. But no one who listens are going to l- believe anything you say. But that's that's why it's a tough it's a tough gig. We <laughs> that's had a all woman. right. Nobody believes what I say anyway. It's no. okay. Holy guys. By the way, I read, I do read, uh, like, you read comments on, like, articles online. Yeah. And it's just the most horrible guys. Ever. Those are the ass grabbers, by the way. It's all the only ass grabbers actually comment on stories online. <laughs> so it is really, like, I understand, like, how... Twitter trolls, right? Like Taylor Swift will get like writes up and then she'll get ten thousand one likes, and one guy like writes something about like ah, I wish I could fuck you in the ass or whatever, whatever it is. Right? And she goes, "Oh, the hatred out there on Twitter is just like." <laughs> I'm like, "No, ten thousand one's pretty good." And by the way, there are so many. You know, if you only got one guy writing you stuff, they always make it a phenomenon. Right? Like I got too angry and it's misogyny and also like that. No, you got like 6,000 guys who are like, Taylor, I love you. The music's the best. And like two trolls in their basement, right? Like some sexist shit. They're like, people always focus on the negative. They always do because they need a story. Uh, speaking of always focus on the negative, Matt Explained segment, uh, we changed it up this week. Last week's did not work very well. It was banned, banned in, in, in the subcontinent, India. Uh, <laughs> Do you watch uh, Flipper, Flipper Flop? Do you watch TLC? I don't watch Flipper Flop, but I know it. Yeah. These are shows about construction, but for women. So it's always a, it's always a heavy dose of relationship talk in them. Yeah. That's why I can always tell when shows about for, for women on TV, because there's always a lot of relationship talk. Well, it's TLC. It, well, that's for women. It midgets and the Christian stuff. But it's always yeah. about... They always have to, it's they for do, women. They do 15 minutes of home remodeling and 20 minutes of like relationship talk. They're all so fake, all those shows. It's, all, it's entirely fake. The, the husband and wife going to look for the house, they're unemployed actors and yes, actresses. I think so, too. Well, in this case, 
Uh, I, the guy is emotionally unstable, and the, and the woman seemed to be fucking the contractor on the show, Gary the oh contractor. Oh, my God. I, I think I always have this feeling that guys who have tape measures on their belt get laid a lot. Uh, my house, my house is under construction. Is my contractor. I feel like if you can pull no, that thing out, your, pull that thing off your belt. It's just kind of like a measure. It's just kind of like I can measure shit. Yeah, I'm you getting, pull that thing off I'm your belt some. and you start measuring I'm shit. People some. are going to be running. I'm getting some. Uh, so Matt explains why it's ridiculous that Christina El Musa, she's the blonde and the flipper flop couple, uh, should receive any alimony payment from her ex husband. They're they're got divorced. They're separated now. They're divorced. They have two kids. She wants a split of all assets. Uh, child support for her primary custody of the kids, and, but she also wants a, a, a spousal support, a stipend for divorcing her husband, even though they're splitting all the assets. And don't they have the same job? And like they pretty much split everything, right? Like I feel like they had a partnership. Like yes. they earned the same amount of money. They had the, the show, and they also did these seminars where they taught pe- flipping the houses to you know people in Orange <laughs> County. People in Orange <laughs> County are near lots of weird shit. <laughs> There's a swinging... You know it's a swinger capital of the country? Orange County? Yes. There's more swingers in Orange County than any other county in the country. And more Republicans in California. More Republicans, <laughs> more swingers. And Orange yeah. County. It's a weird shit. And people love to flip houses in Orange County. It's just a thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So... I don't I, know why. I mean, I don't think spousal support should be a thing, period. Uh, child support, definitely. But you're fucking some guy. You stop fucking him. He doesn't buy you shit anymore. That's the natural order of how things are supposed to work. That's how I think that's what the law says. That's pretty much how it's, that's pretty much how it's written. I think and that's so. Spoken by an unmarried man. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. No, I don't want to have to. How long have they been Matt married? Won't, Matt won't go for the Matt won't go for the apple, Applebee's like uh, dessert unless he knows he's getting some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when he looks over at his date. Because listen, I did the double apps. I did the apps and the entree. Like I'm, I'm not going dessert unless I something's happening. I never went on a date. What kind of? Who goes on a date? Are you going to sit there with someone you don't know and eat? What the fuck are you thinking? That is the weirdest thing to do. That's bizarre. I think it's stranger going to a movie and not talking. A movie is like the most idiotic date you can Let's imagine. Let's go to a movie and we'll sit together and not talk and think so, about each other the whole time and act that, like we're watching so a movie. Weird. Is that preparing you for marriage? That's, totally. that's what I think it is. <laughs> I used, oh I used, my god! I gotta use that. I used to take dates to uh, the tractor pulls. Are you, are you redneck enough? What a tractor pull is? Are you guys uh, from Vegas? You know what a tractor pull is? Uh, I the want monster truck. Monster okay, trucks. Tractor pulls are not. Yes. <laughs> that's like Texas, baby. No. That's like Oklahoma. They had the mon- it's like, not Vegas. Bigfoot, like the monster truck, Bigfoot or whatever. All those trucks to the grave digger. They come out and they pull like a heavy weight as far as they can until their car starts smoking. I did have a boyfriend with a monster truck. <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. And the thing is, it's all you do is drink, and it's so loud, constantly, because so, it's indoor with the thing going at 12,000 RPM, you cannot hear a thing for two hours. So you like have your date, and you got a beer, and you can talk, but you can't hear anything anyone else is saying. Best date. Best date ever. I find the best. That was great. I love that. Thanks for talking. That was fantastic. <laughs> a really good method is to... Uh, you know, do something skill and skill related, and then bet on it, and sort of uh, you know prove how how uh, athletic you are, such as bowling or darts. Well, that's, or your, rock climbing. that's your theory. <laughs> yeah, rock climbing. Well, you, yeah, you, if never, you can do it. I can't rock climb. So. Yeah, I know your theory is you should never take a girl on a date to do something where you're not really good at it. Absolutely. <laughs> I like, agree. There's no way. That's a beta male thing, by the way. So beta males. We were talking about beta males last yes. week. Beta male will like let's go try this, and then he'll be like embarrassingly bad at it <laughs> and like think like oh you were so much better than me at this you know like that's every dating show segment <laughs> yes, oh right. some fucking it's asshole true. guy trying to finger paint and looking yes. like a 
dumb fuck. Yeah, that's a beta male. An <laughs> alpha male would go like, let's go hit the gym, and I'm going to lift 400, <laughs> I'm going to bench press 400 and show you how to lift. Right? But you got to act like you, you just happened upon yes. it. You know, like, I'm going to mansplain you some bench pressing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and and also... Let's uh, get like a venereal disease while we're at it. You know, the old... Uh, I don't think we need to get dinner. You know, I kind of had a late lunch. Why don't we just get a few drinks? Yeah. I mean, that's the move. I like, yes. Coffee. Coffee or cocktails? I don't like people watching Mm. me eat. I feel like it's almost a... Coffee. It's a weird thing. stink afterwards. Coffee's stinky. Well, women don't like to eat in front of men, too. boring, too. Not on the first couple dates. Yeah, okay. It's been a long time since I've been... Three-pound steak. Get the (laughs) three-pound steak and just pour ketchup (laughs) on and start going at it. So... (laughs) <laughs> this is so good. Look, I'm an eater. Yeah, I <laughs> Look love how eat. much I can eat. I gotta eat. Gotta take a dump now. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach's killing <laughs> me. I'll be back dessert. in 25. Yeah. No, women always order salads. They always order salad. It's just, I just, don't. There's no... Really? Nope. Wow. On a first date? Nope. Second date? I mean, it's been a really yeah, long time, but yeah. no. I would, wanna, have, I would have a steak. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't want to appear. You don't want to appear to be like sort of a thrifty uh, lady of uh, no. whatever. I, I delicate, a delicate the only time lady. I order a salad is when I feel like I need some greens. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You might be more manly than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Brian. Yeah, Sorry, Brian. That was that was uncalled for. So Matt, why shouldn't so so here's the thing, Matt. So you don't think women should get spousal support? And I tend, I think it seems anachronistic, doesn't it? It seems like a day and age when women didn't work and were at home and then men had careers and then the men would like start screwing the secretary and run off with the secretary and the woman was left <laughs> like she was 40 and she never had a job in her life or never had money and she was like, she needed spousal support because she was literally helpless for, re- for money. And that to me made sense. But now, that was a long time ago. Now, if your women are working in the workplace, and clearly Christina Almusa is, she's made three or four million dollars off her show. Why does she? Why is she not equal to the male? Why would the male be paying the female money? Well, women only, you know, in terms of disadvantage in like households where there's two incomes, they only make ten uh, percent uh, of the time. That, how am I trying to say that? Forty percent of the dual income households, the woman makes more money than the man. So ah. the, the man does have an advantage. I mean, in terms of uh, pay. But it's not very much, and so. But then you look at the alimony cases; it's like ninety percent, ninety-seven percent are the the women getting money. So, do we know if he's making more money? I don't. I think they're making the Uh, same. Well, they're doing the same thing, and now he might in the future. Well, but he could he could have made more money there. We don't know. Well, they split all the assets in half. So whatever they got when they got divorced, they split in half. So it's just going forward. He probably has. You know what? He's the. She's she's going for that because he's the one who has. The skill. The house yeah, flipping. He was skill. probably doing yeah. most of the work in he the first place. He was doing the work. Anyway. They don't do any work. They're just actors pretending to flip houses. <laughs> right? It's true. They always walk in the house like, I don't think we can save this one. I only saw one episode, but I assume that they're all the same. We can't. Oh, look at it. Oh, cockroaches. This is like, what a disaster. We'll never save this. I'm like, oh, we're gonna if we're going to lose everything, we don't flip it in two more days. Dude, it's Orange County. Like, the people in real estate really know what they're doing there. You can't, no. You're not smarter than everyone else by going and buying a shitty house and, and putting in new floors and reselling it. Like, if that was the case, everyone would be doing it. Well. And everyone tries to do it and fails because they watch stupid TV shows. Every, I would say every gay couple I know in WeHo has, <laughs> does that as a hobby. Yes. They, they, they always put in the raised vanities in the bathroom. That's how I can always tell. <laughs> There's always the raised, the raised circular sink in the vanity in the bathroom. 
And they, but they like the antique, and they buy stuff, and they decorate, and they buy like a shitty house, and then they fix yep. it up, and it always looks like a gay guy's house afterwards. Yes. I can always tell. And they make a little bit of money off it, I guess, flipping the house. And in the, in, before the housing burst bubble, you could probably make a lot of money doing that. So, I don't and know. Now you're not making much. Listen, no. I don't think it's as easy as it's portrayed on TV. Well, because they used to give loans to everybody for nothing. You could get like spec home loans like in 2003, yes. 2004. You could have like three or four houses going at one time if you had like... An income of like $100,000, you get like four jumbo mortgages. True. <laughs> so like that. Matt, your, con- your argument wasn't very convincing. I believe Jessica beat you on that. Women are delicate and inferior and need the cash from the men. <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding, 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 that one. Okay, this is a Matt question because it's about pornography. Uh, Jessica, you already said before the show you watch ch- chick porn, which isn't real porn. Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> it's not... It's not. If someone's name, if the director's names in front of the porn, it's not real porn. That's. I just want to say. Listen, that. I own that. I said I didn't watch real porn. The Retro Diaries. Oh wait, uh, uh, produced in, in uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh, Retro Diaries. Yes. No wonder I yes. moved right down the street. Yes. <laughs> You're talking like Skinamax type stuff. Yes, but no. But he no. did the, like the. It was always a female lead character. Yeah. She was always a professional working somewhere. And she'd always like come home and like. It was story. It was. It had actually a real story to it. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm the Girl Scout. And it sounds like you're pitching right, this as an right, idea right. for porn, which I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like the worst. Well, I saw. So I like story porn. I like a real story with erotica in it. There was a there was a uh, a company that was doing pretty well. They made female porn for women, and it was just like it was porn for guys, but with forty minutes of crap in front of it. So it was like 40 minutes of romance. Sounds like I'd love they it. They actually like went on dates. They went on like the couple went on dates, like first dates and fell in love and like had baguettes in the park and no. shit like that. And then they eventually started like having sex like at minute 40, which is where the men's porn picks, sort of picks up from the story. Yeah. But then I think it's because women, uh, I think it's because women, two reasons. One, they like the romantic part of it perhaps and the style and the story. Right. And also they may need longer to enjoy the pornography. Before they reach the conclusion of their yes. pornographic experience, yes, yeah. men cut most men porn just click cuts right, right, right in the middle, and then it has a little timer on it, like ninety seconds. Like <laughs> that should be good. I'm good. We should yeah. be fine. We should be fine. That's what I miss about the VHS porn because you could tell when the guy came based on when the uh, when it's the tape stopped. Yes. Where we go? It would do the sun splash to the next scene. <laughs> isn't that inappropriate to know where someone came? Uh, yes, entirely. Right, I'm just checking. It's not information. We don't would... look at penises here either, right? So I'm not sure. I'm just no, trying Matt, to gauge. Uh, that's me. That's me. Matt's got his own thing going on. Okay. He's more of a he's a more uh, enlightened male than I am. Um, so according to Mashable, I'm a, so Mashable, Matt makes up stats and Mashable makes up stats. So they had some scientists on who said, "Here's the thing." So the porn internet is for porn, right? We know that pornography is the biggest thing on the internet by far, above and beyond any other con- thing consumed on the internet. And everybody's looking at it, and everyone who says they're not looking at it is looking at it. All men, for sure, and probably a large chunk of women. So it's huge. And there's a very anti-porn thing going on. And since people can't really stop people from watching porn by saying porn's bad for you, or you shouldn't watch porn because God's watching, that doesn't work anymore. (laughs) No. No. There's a a study, in fact, that now that porn is on digital, there's even greater attachment to it because of the ease of use, the anonymity. So whatever inhibitions people had about like going to the store and in the, their overcoat and buying porn at the peep show, over that's over now. And now that you can get it universally, and it's anonymous, it's just people have lost all their inhibition for porn. So it's tremendous. So this guy, so now they have these things where they have to show like things like how porn is bad for you, 
to try and convince you not to watch porn because the moral argument's all gone. Like the church argument's all, it's got out the door. It's lost. So Mashable has a guy saying that uh, erectile dysfunction among young males, Matt's the youngest male at the table. Actually, Brian might be. So let's talk about his erectile dysfunction. <laughs> uh, is up 1,000%. By the way, that's a big number. It took us a while to figure that's, out what <laughs> that means. It took us a while to figure out what that even means. Yeah, Erectile right. dysfunction among young males, which is an age group not specified what that means, is up 1,000% because of all the porn they're watching. So let me ask you. Well, if you can't get an erection, why would you be watching porn? It, it seems like you have... Well, you could, but you'd have trouble. I don't know. You'd have trouble... I don't know. I feel like the whole point you're watching porn is you have an erection, and you're trying to stimulate yourself to... So you don't no longer have the erection burning a hole through your pocket. Well, I suppose you would have, like, the computer screen is not going to laugh at you if you, if, you lose your, if you lose your heart on, right? And the, and the cam girl is still going to say you're amazing. So. so it's part of the argument that because guys are seeing all everything, um, you know, they might see it before they even have sex with a woman. So now they're, they're not as aroused by an actual woman. Well, they're also used to a very short time frame. Or is frame. this erectile dysfunction while they're beating off or with a woman? It's not explained. I watched the video three times. But I think it's partially because there's the timing element of it, which is like, it's all quick. Like, the porn stuff online is all very quick. So it all leads to a very quick sexual experience. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Jessica's porn, which like goes on for eight hours, like mm-hmm. war and peace of porn. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, now she left him, and she said this. Oh, now she's dating his brother. And she says there's conflict at work, and there's uh, gender issues and pay gap. <laughs> I like reality. If there's a pay gap issue in your porn, that's bad. And so, uh, so guys are watching like flipping between porn really fast, and they're watching very short clips. I think that leads to like either an overstimulation or lack of like appropriate stimulation or something like that. So they're not getting like the natural uh, erection, whatever it is, a natural course of things for guys. Yeah, that could be, and it could also be. You ever like not uh, be planning to have sex? that day or night and then you kind of like jerk off like three or four times during the course of the day and then uh, you get like some surprise uh, visit and uh, you're like fuck <laughs> if I can. is that part of it maybe are you looking at me <laughs> <laughs> no you know the yes. wife the wife yes. comes home early from the trip or yes. whatever yes to the first part <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean that could be that could be part. Well, of it. but also, but so we, but we, uh, before the show, I bet you there was a big study that says that guys who actually watch porn also have more offline sex. They're actually like because they're hyper stimulated. They're actually like just sexually stimulated guys. Maybe naturally, they're yeah, hypersexual it's just guys. Obvious, they're just horny guys. They're just horny guys. So, and guys, yes, there is a physical limitation on how many how much sex guys can have. Sorry, Jessica. It's all right. There's, I'm listening. There's, I'm just right here listening. There is a limit to how much, how many times guys can have intercourse. Uh, but so you're saying they might be blowing their wad, if I can use a term of term of art. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think that qualifies. I don't think erectile dysfunction is like I had sex five times. I can't have sex a sixth time. I don't think that qualifies as erectile dysfunction. Well, I'm thinking the erectile dysfunction is just man woman sex, and that the jerking off it does not count as erectile dysfunction. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just think about uh, your your kids can't listen to the show. If Jessica, you have ere- <laughs> the thing is, if, if you have erectile dysfunction while you're jerking off, unless you're really you know loaded on coke or drunk, you're you're just not going to be jerking off because yeah, if you don't weird. if you don't have a like if you, although uh, your, your body knows whether or not it can perform. Who's the guy we talked about? Summer Redstone, the guy in his nineties who had the, <laughs> had the, he still has the hookers over. He like owns Viacom or whatever. He has the hookers over. And he, he's limp old guy. 
but the hookers do something to him. Then his male nurse says, "You were awesome." <laughs> like they just tell him, they just tell him he was like amazing. He was amazing with the ladies. He doesn't really know what's going on. So <laughs> he just has a smile on his face. Men are really just sort of pigs. Or like Larry yes. Flynn has like yeah. a like a pump up penis, pump up penis. He? Yeah, so he doesn't have to worry about ED. He's just he can we, go all like an air pressure. They're talking maybe. about the youth. Well, so this would be a problem because last week we talked about how men are losing muscle mass. And what else are they losing? Young men, they're losing other shit. They're becoming less masculine. And this, to me... Born uh, uh, of the beta. Yeah, uh, the beta. This, to me, this is a sign. <laughs> I don't know about the porn thing because I think people, are just, people who don't like porn will come up with studies right. to show how porn is bad for you. And porn is clearly bad for people who are addicted to it. Right, I was going to say the, the, the but, addicts. But like, if porn went away, they'd just be addicted to something else, right? Yes. People have it. Before there was internet porn, I was like, people are like, oh, now they're addicted to internet porn. What were these people doing like in the 1950s? They didn't have internet porn. They were still doing weird ass like destructive shit. They were off behind the barn. Yeah, they were like going to parks and opening up their trench coats and shit like that, right? Yeah. So now they're all at home. As far as I'm concerned, I want all the weird, creepy guys at home on their computer screens. Right. They can't hurt anybody. Uh, Jessica, let me ask this. Why are women always trying to ruin porn for men? That's the question I was getting to. I don't get it. Why don't do, I don't get it. That's I don't. What do you mean they're ruining porn? They're for always men? trying to shut down our porn. What's going on with no. that? I don't know. There are guys who will say porn is bad for you, but I think they're all lying. They just say that to make. Their, Why did a, w- a woman write this article? What, like what? No, what it was actually mean? a guy, but it's this? mashable, so it's kind of for, for. There's a whole thing like if you read like women's blogs stuff like that, how like porn is destroying. There's always a letter. Okay, so I like read letters from girls about relationship advice. Okay, and it's like porn is destroying my relationship. And I always read those letters and go like, nah, nah, it's not no, the porn. it's not the porn. No, not the porn. I have to agree. It's <laughs> yes. not the porn. This isn't really fun if you're going to agree with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I mean, you're an addict. If he, if he wasn't, if it, it makes me laugh kind of because I'm thinking to myself, if he wasn't watching the porn, he'd be out trying to fuck someone else. So yes. either way, you're screwed. And yes. Or drugs someone, or something yeah, else. Or, yeah. People are into like, people are like, are into like. Destructive shit. We'll find destructive shit. Absolutely. They don't need that. Now they have more options. The options are actually safer than they used to be. Yeah. So. Although, I mean, it could be for kids, for younger kids. It's weird. And, you know, I'm all for information and not, not for, like, suppressing stuff. But there's no way to keep porn away from kids. Uh, and so, like, you know, it's weird that, like, a 10-year-old kid is watching, you know, like, double anal uh, well, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it should be 12. You should wait till 12. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 13. No, I mean, aren't you the guy who said if you had a computer when you were 12, all you would do is watch porn? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I would have been watching a lot of yeah, porn. me too. Instead of scrambled cable shit. I had fucking a, a fake ID in, like, Hustler magazines, which was pretty pretty great in retrospect, but yes. compared to a... Although, difficult to hide. Yeah, also, the, millions of guys used to buy dirty magazines. Well, that's what I grew up with, Hustler, Playboy. And also, when I grew Sus- up... Subscriptions? Yes. 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 That's, I mean, I was like right there, subscribing. <laughs> the t-shirt. At nine. The windbreaker. Get the windbreaker. Yeah. No, all the neighbor... I, I mean, I must have been... I feel like I, I was 10, 11, 12, it's probably 11 or 12, and all the neighbors, all their parents had Playboy, Hustler, yeah. and that was right as the Playboy station was on yeah. cable mm-hmm. and we would go and and it would only show air from like five to nine or something do you remember yeah. that that top prime well, point it was hours. like a window <laughs> or, or nine to twelve yes. or whatever it was whatever the, and we would if none of the parents we'd go to somebody's house and his parents would never and he had everything so we'd sit there and watch playboy the giant satellite dish the oversized satellite God, dish like, 
I don't. I, I mean, picture, must everyone, have, I right? picture everyone in Vegas having the giant thirty-foot satellite dish. Yeah, they on top must of the roof, top of the roof, <laughs> just with a couple broken panels, yes. a couple panels broken. No, yeah. That you had they to actually move it to control. Would just yes. pivot like you're someone in NASA. Someone had to go on the roof <laughs> and move it. The, oh my god, it wasn't positioned. My right. dad had that up on a mountain. The, the, the satellite? Yeah, he uh-huh. lived in the country and he had a huge. Di- I mean, the dish was. Ginormous. I always feel like that was that was a dick measuring contest, like how big your satellite was. Absolutely, something guys would show each other, like the, the my parabola, <laughs> just like, <laughs> and they always missed a few panels. I never understood. I guess it still worked. There's always a few, few panels got knocked out from the wind or something. Yeah, you, them. you could get. We used to call. I would pretend to be my friend's mom, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'd call and order like Playboy Channel and Spice Channel. And oh, yeah. That's they, it, Spice. Yeah. Slap that on their bill. I guess they never noticed. They were pretty well off. Spice is a great name for porn. All porn should be called it Spice is. now. That's even better. All right, that's enough about porn. Uh, let's talk about trannies. Tranny time. Tranny time. Brian, uh, ring the tranny bell, please. No tank top today, Brian, speaking of trannies? No. <laughs> yes. You can work on your traps a little bit, I think, before you go back. <laughs> skinny boys and skinny boys in tank tops and, and around this area, they do very well for themselves. Uh, Chelsea Manning. Do you know who Chelsea Manning is, Jessica? No. Formerly known as Bradley Manning, the uh, Army Private First Class. He, uh, leaked, uh, he, was, he worked in Iraq in the communications department for the Army, and he leaked 800,000 documents from the uh, military and state department in Iraq to WikiLeaks. Have you heard of WikiLeaks? No. Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, the guy who leaks all the classified information. Yeah, because you know I come here for my education. No, I'm looking so, at yeah. <laughs> Okay. Matt, uh, Julian Assange is one of Matt's heroes, by the way. He's banging Pamela Anderson. He is banging Pamela Anderson now. From locked, he's locked inside the Ecuadorian embassy in, in, in England for the last three years. So she goes to the embassy. He can't come out because he's want, a wanted criminal. Okay. So she goes and brings him vegan sandwiches because she's a vegan, and then they have sex up in the, uh, the Ecuadorian embassy. It's kind of hot. It's like the porn you that's watch. That's I was going to say. It's <laughs> yeah. like my porn. Yeah. Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, <laughs> Ecuadorian Embassy porn. I would watch that. Oh, right. Before we have sex, let's have some bean sandwiches. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. Yeah, they kill it. They, they, we don't, you, she probably does a little thing about where chickens go, how chickens get killed and stuff like that. They talk about shit like that. Anyhow, so he was a prior first class. He got arrested for leaking all this information. He was convicted of being a traitor to the United States Espionage Act. Thirty-five. They were going to give him the death penalty, but they gave him 35 years in prison. And in prison, he became a woman, transgen- uh, trans uh, uh, hormones and surgery. Yeah. Paid for by American tax dollars, by the way. In prison. In, pr- in Leavenworth Prison, where they send military prisoners yeah. to, r- to rot, basically, because they're all there for life. How do you think his doctor that did the operation ranked, like, in what percentile? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could see him either being really good or really bad at making well, a like vagina. Sh- it's not like strip mall tranny surgeons, you think? Actually, like coupon, like. Well, I'm picturing well, okay. if you guys. Yeah. Said it cost two, like two hundred seventy thousand dollars. So for the whole thing, so I think it was like a pretty big deal. How does it cost that much? I don't. There's there, a lot going on there. Yes, yeah. Matt. You don't. You got to remove. Yeah. Then add. <laughs> yeah, you should start having sex with the lights on one time. Just take take a look. I thought they kind of like just butterflied your dick. Well, but there's all the hormone treatments and the psychology and then they, all oh, that stuff. Oh, I see. And then the actual surgery. I think there's like seven or eight surgeries that take place and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, Facial reconstruction surgery. Ass reconstruction. I'm making that one up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll say this for Bradley Manning, who became Chelsea Manning. Uh, unlike Bruce Jenner, who was like 6'3", 240 with a like big muscular build and right. big man hands. This guy kind of looked like a girl to begin with. Yeah. He was very light in, in, of body. So it kind of, although you said he looks like an alien now. Mm-hmm. 
You can pass for a woman in most places. I need around. to see a picture of him before I saw the picture after. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he has a military cap and looks like a little... I mean, he was probably like 5'7", 130 or something like that I'm to begin with. I'm just curious if he's looked like an alien then. He's got kind of a Marilyn Monroe thing going in that... Uh, is it Vogue? L? Vogue. On the Vogue uh, Yeah, Vogue magazine. And uh, and people, of course, so he got commuted on the last day of Obama's admission. Last day, they should just they should tell presidents they have one more day, and then you make them leave <laughs> the day before because <laughs> they always pardon like all the shitty people on the last day. The people don't really deserve it. People deserve to be have their sense commuted or pardoned. They do during the course of their administration, and they save all the last day, the last hour. They literally save all the donors and all the people, rich people, they have to get out, so they can't get any blowback from it. So there was a lobby because Manning became a woman. There was a lobby from the transgender lobby to get him out of prison. And so Obama commuted his sentence after seven years, and they let him out. And now he's on the cover of Vogue. But here's the real question. Which this has is some America, people, baby. It is. Anything goes. What is the obsession with trannies? It's just like, it's just such a huge thing now. And it's not just like at the clubs Matt hangs out at. It's <laughs> at like cover of Vogue and, and, all, and all the major magazines and TV shows and all stuff like that. It started with like Caitlyn Jenner I think. It's just like a huge it's, transsexuals are a very small percentage of the population and there's a modeling agency now which is Tranny Models it's taken off in LA. It's big and all the modeling agencies are trying to help Tranny Models What is the thing about trannies where everyone has to have a tranny on the cover of their magazine? Well with Manning Manning's a pretty interesting person because uh, he was in the uh, army and uh, you know a pretty high up uh, engineering position, I believe it was. And then he leaked all these war crimes that the U.S. government was committing. And then he, uh, you know, went to prison. And this was under Obama, who was like supposedly this really progressive guy. But a lot of people don't know that he was really tough on whistleblowers and sort of against the free flow of information. So that that right there is interesting. Then he became a woman. Yeah, uh, I just. That so is, I'd say he's worthy. She is, or he is worthy of a magazine cover because that's some pretty crazy shit, right? Is this Matt your secret dream of a whistleblower that also turns <laughs> into a woman? <laughs> this is this is a porn Matt watches. <laughs> whistleblower, tranny point. The two things you love the most. <laughs> God, I love that whistleblower. whistleblower that that would be hot. Yes. If only I could fuck him. <laughs> it's the hottest profession for if a woman. If only he had a vagina, like the hot chick from the Matrix. Uh, yeah. Trinity? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that a dude? That's a, mm. that was a woman. No, she, she, oh. They just made her look kind of no, manly. No, she kind of just has that another kind of masculine She, she does have a bit of a masculine... Oh, now I feel uncomfortable. Well, they tried to make the women look like it was in the future, like dystopian future. Right. right. So all the women have to be very masculine because there's no there was no difference between the genders. So there's pretty much three, if, if I'm not mistaken, there's like three famous trans... People, there's Manning, Jenner, and Laverne Cox. Isn't that, isn't that it? Orange is new black. The uh, black lady. Yes, yes, yes. I'm with you. You love her. You love her. I Say do it. love her. Yes, I do love her. Why? Why do you love her? I don't. And you know what? I just love her. She actually is all woman. Mm. Uh, yeah, she is. Don't. Well, you're. A, <laughs> no, not all. For a woman. Not I mean, all. She's not all, but she's. She does. She she's does, womanly. Yeah, you're she's saying. very womanly. But you like her because she used to be a man. If she no, was a I female just like actress, her I like her character. I like who she. I like her person. Her person. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I. I don't look at people male, female. I think this is a trend. I think like it's a trendy that. thing. This is like your people like saying they had a friend who whatever. This is like having like my tranny friend. This is like my. I think it's a big. Tr- this is a big social trend thing. Like. I think it's about awareness. I think it's just really about awareness. I think Matt, what you said is true. It, 
Chelsea is very interesting. Chelsea, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I have seen. So Chelsea. they asked Chelsea. They, in, the, yeah. in the interview, they asked Chelsea Manning, "What you know? What's how hard was it to be in prison?" She says, "Not bad. I I was away from my fashion magazines for seven years, but I've totally caught up on all of them." Mm. So really, oh. got a lot to share. Got, <laughs> yeah, a lot to was, share. got a lot to share. That should have been a speechless. Still want a fucker, still want a fucker, Matt? <laughs> if you have a sort of uh, non-gender specific, a name that can go either way, like Terry, yeah. do you change your name then if you become a tranny? I feel like even, mm. I feel like Bradley wasn't even good at picking a girl name because they usually like, like Bruce Jenner, you know, spent like fucking like hours, you know, thinking about his name. Caitlin, how you came with Caitlin? Maybe Bradley uh, had the, an idol, Chelsea. I think Bradley was just mm. a boring, not maybe, that smart guy. Maybe he was into uh, Clinton. Oh, Chelsea Clinton? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Kinda anyone's like her. into Clinton. No. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. Um, I would you think I would, never know. Okay. <laughs> I think if you're going to go Bradley through Chelsea. three years or it's four years. Name. If you're going through four years of surgeries and all that stuff, I think you'd pick a better name. Che- I agree. And Chelsea. So it's just like boring. That screams boring to me. It screams butter. Yeah, yeah. If you could pick anything, really, or why not just be a, a girl named Bradley? What's wrong with that? With that too. Uh, well, you want people to see you as different now. Yeah. Oh, it's like a makeover. Caitlin, like yeah, Bradley Richard, was your given name. Caitlin with a it. Y and a C and stuff like that. It's like all very like you can see it on a perfume bottle or something like that. That's yes. probably what he thought. Like I'm gonna have my own perfume. It's gonna be called Caitlin. <laughs> There's no Chelsea shit like that. It'd be Doesn't funny work. if it was just something egregious like Big Booty Ho or something. <laughs> 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 like a porn star name, like uh, uh, porn star names are great, but they always they're always called Chelsea something. They want like innocuous. They want girl next door names. But if you're gonna be like a the most famous tranny in the world, you need a better tranny name. Also, I think tranny is a, is just a social trend. I think it's just like a hip thing to be tranny now, or to know, to be promoting tranny. Well, now. I think it's here's the thing. I think that they're everybody they're creating an awareness. I think that it's important to. It awareness is. for who? There aren't just there for aren't anything. that many transgender for people. For homosexuals, for transgenders, for I contend that the worst thing LGB did ever did was add T to their name. Oh Jesus! I really do because I think that like the gay lobby and the transgender lobby are, have two different purposes, and I think the gay lobby was uh, uh, let's say like look, there four percent of the people in this country are born gay or whatever, and we're being there's all this shit going against us and discriminated against and we just want to be I'm a man who loves men and I'm being discriminated because of the way I was born and I think they had the whole thing and they made a lot of progress and they started adding the other letters like questioning and okay but the question tranny, yes. which, tranny which is by the way is not there's no science behind the tranny thing there's no well, why gen- does there have to be a science because otherwise LGBT because they could have 27 letters it could be like I love you know no, puppies no. and balloons and they could put those too yeah but forever they forever <laughs> cosplay furry were- how about furry cosplay I'm throwing furry cosplay out there. I think it also shows they don't really believe they're on bullshit because yes. if you get like a really like far, far left type person, they'll be like, well, a transsexual, there's no difference between a transsexual man and a regular man. There's no difference. They're just a guy. I'm like, well, then why do you need the T? Like, clearly you're differentiating them somehow, right? I think one is saying like, we're like immutable quality. We were born gay. It's an immutable quality. Whereas with trans- transgender, it's like, this is a choice I'm making, a social choice I'm making. Yeah, but we don't know it's that different. it's a choice. We don't know that inside there. I mean, if a transgender well, psychologically, says, yeah, psychologically yes, for sure. They say I'm. A, that's nobody chooses to have to go through like 45 surgeries and have everybody look at you. Besides, oh, they're Chelsea, all, cho- I think they're all cho- I think they're all choosing that. Nobody chooses. Yes. No, yes. nobody's choosing that. Yes, You're, I think they totally are. You do. I think Caitlin. I think Bruce Jenner. First of all, I think he's gay. 
I think is just a, nar- a massive narcissist who wasn't happy, whatever he was as a child, whatever like that, and was around all these women and wanted to be a woman and wanted to be uh, get attention he like women the do. Attention. Like the attention of women. And he was like a pretty boy, pretty boy, but he wanted to be a pretty girl. And he, and he saw all the attention the women were getting and decided he wanted to be a woman. I think he's just a massive narcissist. Whether or not he has some, there's, there's this gender. Well, you dis- could be right. I don't. I mean, I can't. I'm totally say. I'm right. Not what do you mean? I could be right. I'm, totally I'm right. going to go call him. <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't. Th- I think it's a psychological <laughs> thing as opposed to a biological thing. And I think when you start adding on psychological things, you can add anything on you want to, right? Well, you should know that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they have that. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it used to be glad, like gay lesbian alliance or whatever. Glad it made sense to me. Gay lesbian rights, right? But now they're just adding letters on, like you're questioning your sexuality now. One time you made out with a girl. No, I now think the Q <laughs> is the issue here. Not yeah, the, the Q. T, the it's Q. the Q. Yeah, what's with the Q? <laughs> like, why do we have to throw out questions? But also T can mean, uh, it could just be mad on dress-up Saturdays. Or it could be like Chelsea Manning who goes through a whole thing. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, if we can, and I know you're going to laugh at me because of course it's bullshit. But at the end, I mean, if we can see no color, if we can see no gender, if we can just look at each other as human beings, isn't that our goal? Uh, let me ask you, if, uh, say, Brian walked in in heels and a dress, would you have the same opinion? Well, I tell him to shave. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hard not to miss, it's hard not to miss certain things. Well, I agree. I, I think one is the evaluation of somebody's character based on how they look or things like that, which right. I think is wrong. But the other is evaluation of, like, men being different than women. Which I think is okay. I think it's okay too. Yeah, so I think there's a, people see differences. I don't in one want to another. agree with you. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I hate you. <laughs> and Matt's just tired. Uh, all right, Patty's in a bunch. Our final segment today is our final segment. Can I? I gotta go. You gotta go? Yeah. To the bathroom? No, I gotta. I, I gotta oh, yeah, go. go. Okay, good. I'm, talk to, I'm gonna talk to Jessica about models and whoring. Right. Where are you going? I love Patty's like, I'm out. No, I, I gotta leave. All right, our final segment today, Patty's in a bunch. We lost Matt. <laughs> Matt's union. He's like, <laughs> he totally took off. Uh, he, Matt, has an, Matt had an audition he had to go to. So Matt actually had an audition we had to wrestle young children one time. Oh, like God. Like three-year-old, four-year-old poor kids. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, poor guy. What about the, what about the little girls? No. And, uh, okay, so here's what has my panties in a bunch uh, since we uh, uh, both enjoy ladies' undergarments. Uh, Cindy Crawford, who you probably love. I bet you love Cindy Crawford. She's fine. I don't know. Women always say I love so-and-so woman. I don't know why they say that. I don't actually love a lot of people. Really? Yep. But you have to say it, don't you? No. I love her? No. Really? Oh, no. I love her. Well, I guess because she's a model. She's not Taylor Swift level. She doesn't do shit for women. I mean, I don't love Taylor Swift either, but I'm just saying I can enjoy them. When you see Cindy Crawford, you go like, oh my gosh, she's aging so well? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. She is. She looks amazing. She does look amazing. Uh, it might have been because she looked amazing at 18 also. Yeah. That probably helps. It wasn't like she got, it wasn't like she got amazing looking no, later she on. No, <laughs> she's, she's ageless. She's what she had. Same what she had. Uh, so Cindy Crawford is, I believe, turning out her children. That's a pimp term. Yeah. Turning out. So she got a little girl and a little boy. Now they're not so little. They're tall now. But one's uh, 15 now. One's 18, I think. Kaya and Presley. She even gave them model names. So here's what. So now the girl. I saw the girl. She was out like she doesn't go to school. She's out like at clubs or whatever because she has to be high profile modeling world. She's like dressed in something that you never let your daughter wear outside the house. Like extreme. She's 15. Like an extremely revealing like club wear. Let's say. Have you seen these 15 year old girls? Yeah, but I wouldn't let I wouldn't let my daughter out looking like that. Wait till she's 15. By the way, 
She might do that on her own. Yeah. But I wouldn't dress her like that. Oh, you're not pimping her out. No, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't say like, here, wear my braless, like <laughs> see-through blouse out, out to the clubs. You're 15 now. And she started doing this at 13, by the way. Here's what that pisses me off. And I know you disagree with me on that. So she and her husband, Randy, with an E, <laughs> R-A-N-D-E, Randy, Randy Gerber, who was also a male model at some point. Now he's got the tequila business, George Clooney. They're both extremely attractive people. They made very attractive children, as happens. Um, and they have chosen for their children to push them. I'm sure you're going to say the kids want to do this. Into the world of semi-nude, semi-nude modeling. They're not modeling like car shows. Or they're not modeling like machine parts. They're modeling their bodies in like very skimpy clothing. You haven't seen the photos of Presley like in his... Like just a suit jacket with no shirt on and stuff like that, lounging like on a chase lounge chair. I saw like, some of the photos. Well, I, and it's not like I'm not even like I'm not a moralist. I think somebody has to do those pictures. <laughs> I think it's like porn. Someone has to be the porn actor. What the poor people on the street? Yes, <laughs> someone's got to grow up to be someone. Well, I feel the same way about legit kid acting, like you know the Hannah Montana shit. Right. Like someone's got to be the kid actors at Disney who grow up to be fucked up heroin addicts, right? Because we need our kid product. Our kids have to watch TV. Absolutely. <laughs> but I, if I have, and if I have money, and if I'm broke ass, I, and I live in a trailer in Florida, as they all are, I might pick up the kid. And my daughter's cute, and she can sing. I might take her out to Hollywood to try and feed the whole family and get millions of dollars because that's the dream. But if you're Crawford and Gerber and you have two hundred million in the bank and you have three Malibu homes and your kids are growing up. And you can make them anything they want in the world. Let's say they're not that smart, so they're not going to be doctors right. or whatever. Why push them into a hypersexualized, superficial, looks-only looks business? Listen, I think they wanted to do it. I think they wanted to do it, and I think the parents are supporting them. And I think she's probably all over it and knows all the people that they're working with. Do you think that the kids should make the decisions in the household? Do your kids make any decisions in your household? <laughs> well, they, uh, they think they do. But if they, if like, say, my daughter said, like, I think I like being in that business where I'm mostly naked all the time and I'm hanging out with 35-year-old guys smoking cigarettes, I'd be like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Well, is that really what's happening with her? Is she hanging out with 35-year-old yeah, guys? Yeah, of course she is. She's, well, they're mostly gay guys in the business. Right. But, but, but that's, look at Presley, by the way. You know, I wouldn't let my, I wouldn't let my like, son hang around with, the, like, a lot of gay designers at, like, ups, at cl- nightclubs and stuff like that when he's 18 years old or 17 years okay, old. I can bet that she has a full hand in that. And by the way, they're both gorgeous kids, so they're, they're definitely right. being noticed. It's not like they're wallflowers. No, they're being noticed. but I think that they must have asked for it, and she's facilitating that for them. But why would they pick... Why why would they not give their kids, even as dumb as they may be, why would they not give their kids jobs where you don't get sexual, where you're not like sexualized? Like, why not give uh, them a car dealership I or like to like get her a job as a head of marketing for something that's made up at some company somewhere where Cindy has a big cosmetics contract? That clearly wasn't their journey. They were raised in Malibu. I don't know how those schools go. I mean, they don't go to school. They don't go to school. Ever? Well, they did through middle, through middle school, yeah. Yeah, well... They had to drop out to go... To, get, to take go their clothes model, off to, to, get, to, clothes to, off to go, go modeling. Naked and model. So I, I think I don't like sports dads, just to be fair, on right? the guy's side. And Randy Gerber... So uh, here's my feeling about Randy Gerber, by the way. Randy with an E. Is that uh, <laughs> this is where like the dad needs to step in and say no. Because the mom... Or, or when the mom with the sports dad needs to step in and say no. Because the dad or the mom has an obsession... Right? It's usually one parent. Right. And they push the kids into that obsession that they living through them vicariously. And this is where, for the sports dad who's like always screaming at his kid to make him do 17 sports, this is where the mom needs to step in and go like, and they almost never do. They just get a bigger and bigger like GMC vehicle. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't more shit around. 
Yeah, hockey sticks, baseball, basketball. Let's do it all. We're uh, going totally. to like anytime you go to San Bernardino for sports, you know, <laughs> you've gone way too deep. And they never, the women never, the wives never step in because they always, and they always rationalize it as like, oh, he loves it or whatever like that. But they never think about like what's really good for the kid. The dad loves it. The dad clearly loves it, and the kid might even pretend to love it or might even like it a little bit. But the mom should step in, and this is where Randy Gerber should say like. No, this is my son, and this is my daughter, and she's 13 or 14. She's not going out there in a see-through top and black leather miniskirt on a runway somewhere. I'd st- I'm just saying no to that. This goes with the, the equality, the male-female equality thing that we were talking about earlier. Because when the woman steps in, and this is coming from a very sporty yes. family... Yes. When the woman steps in, which I did, and I have SUV, a big with mouth. The SUV. Yes, with the SUV, <laughs> yes. the big fat one, and drove out to San Bernardino yeah. uh, twice in a weekend. If you're in Riverside County, <laughs> you've made a huge mistake. Shit, uh, Chino Hills. Yeah, no, um, I think that you know Randy might have stepped in. Randy might be supporting it. Oh, Randy's totally supporting it. Yeah, He's a dumbass I mean, model. He was a model. Looks just like him. And and you know, somebody needs to say like, "You guys are whoring your kids. Just stop it." <laughs> No, not, not, uh, no, no, like the magazine, and so the magazines, by the way, which are all women's magazines, right? all the fashion magazines, all they talk about and all the style, Yahoo style, whatever, oh, she looks amazing, she looks whatever, she paired this with heels and like a risque whatever, and like, <laughs> nobody actually writes like, yeah, this is not right. This is Hollywood, No, Lex. this is not right. <laughs> this is Hollywood. Someone needs to stop this stuff. I don't like when stuff happens to kids. I'm very protective of kids. Yeah. And so if they want to be, when they're 18, if they go to, like, say, something called high school, and then they want to go be models, that's fine. There's time for that. If they want to go be porn stars, I'm okay with that, too. Just like the parents, if, you're, if your kids pick things like this, that's where you need to be discouraging. That's what you say, well, like, why don't you do something maybe else? Maybe they tried. Maybe they said. Maybe they were like, no, no don't do mod- it, don't do it. The girl started modeling at eight. She okay, got her first so- modeling gig at eight. So her mom clearly, and that's like the whole thing with the dad, with them dressing the, the sons as daughters. Maybe she's a model protege, and she knew at eight that this was going to be her She probably future. is. She probably is. But she does, right? So she doesn't need the money. Is that right? Protege? Is that the right one? I'll go with that. And no, what is it? What is it? She, she looks just like her mom. She's like she's a beautiful. Tiger Woods of modeling. <laughs> Can you look where Tiger Woods is now? He got caught that with six drugs. That was that dad. That was that dad. Six drugs in his system. That's, that's totally wrong. Yeah. I just someone's got to like a, a style blogger for L has to step in and say like this is as not adorable okay. she looks. This is not okay. She should be at, sitting through history class in high school like the rest of us. Maybe getting a C and picking up some facts here and there. Oh my God, and, but this is this is the difference. I'm more in feminist. Parenting. I'm more feminist than you are. I, I believe think you are. I, I think I, I am. actually think you are. I actually scare for the boy more than her because. She's like kind of she's like a really hot tall girl in a gay fashion industry. People She'll probably leave okay. her alone. The boy when I see the boy with his top off at like the parties with all the designers and there's all these like fifty year old designers are like Okay, we're not in Rome. Like <laughs> No, right? Okay, Have you been to a model party before? In Europe, they start the girls like at 12, and they're off like smoking cigarettes. What are you doing like, at a model party? Just saying, <laughs> Have you been to a model just, party? No, but I'm just saying, I know what happens. No, I, you know what happens? Yes. I've got friends. I mean, I, mean, I don't hang with them, but I I've go got back friends. to Roman, Roman Polanski. Yeah. With the, mo- the girl who wanted to be a model, and mom pushed her to go to the party yes. in, in the backyard there when she was 13 years old. Yes. And doing, doing downers and stuff like that. And that stuff goes on, and it's just not. Like I said, I can understand if the family's broke ass and they need a break. Well, I get this is going to be that. a true Hollywood story. Yes, this will be a true. Have Hollywood you noticed story that somewhere. almost like ninety percent of kid actors and models end up being like drug mm-hmm. addicts who are all fucked up? Yes, you're just asking for your kids to be fucked up. You are. So, and and by the way, you don't need to. Just there are so many jobs for dumb rich people. Your kids, you can put them into. 
but we need fucked up stories. We need. Why can't you we work at the Nordstrom? Why can't you work at the Nordstrom's counter? Do we make up at the Nordstrom's Listen, I don't know what's wrong with Cindy and Randy. Okay, <laughs> no, people have to go somewhere. All right, that's our show for today. Uh, Jessica, you want to sell yourself on something? Uh, I have. A, uh, can I sell my show? You can sell anything I'm you at like. The comedy store. Yes. Uh, this Friday night, seven p.m. Um, in the original room. Is there a name they should mention? To get free tickets? Jessica. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, free no drinks, free, free tickets. Drinks, free drinks. And no, free, no, it's the comedy store. Free drinks. Um, no free drinks. I'll buy you a drink. If you say you heard that, you heard it on this, I'll buy you a drink. Brian, something um, to sell. You have more? Is there more? Sell anything you like. I don't no, care. I, I mean, what do you... <laughs> I don't know. Are you doing like very uh, I've got Mary a big... Fr- I'm, I'm selling K. all my furniture yeah. out of my Craigslist, house. Check my Craigslist ad. <laughs> yes. Find me on... I'm actually selling a palm tree if you want one. Craigslist people selling shit always want to meet you at six in the morning in like a oh. bad part of town. And so, you know what? And they always, they say, yeah, I'll pay $1,200. And yeah. then they show up. I only have eight. Oh, I'm going to tell you my crazy story before Brian's thing. This girl uh, showed up, a young woman with a kid, and she's going to buy uh, like a bed, a really nice bed, yeah. a frame, a sleigh bed, whatever it costs. I don't know. Some, I don't ask questions. Right. But it was a lot of money. I know you And they're going to buy it. And I said like, $500 to buy it on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't come unless you're going with $500 mm-hmm. and a truck to take it away. Right. She comes with no truck and... $160. Yep, that's how it rolls. And she starts crying, and her kid starts crying, <laughs> and says, we're sleeping on the floor. Like, well, was the only option a sleigh bed? Sleigh bed, yes. Sleigh bed with trundle. And by the way, we have no way to carry it away, so you need to cart it for us as well. And she's crying, and her little four-year-old's crying, talking about how, like, they have no, what, they're sleeping on the so floor. You, so basically, you rented a U-Haul, yeah. loaded it up, yeah. and gave her 100 bucks to take the yes, bed and get yes. the fuck out. Yes, I'm never doing Craigslist ever. That's why... Escort services only for Craigslist. Brian, you have something you wish yeah. to promote? No, nothing? Come on, Brian. Nothing. I mean, I'm going to see the Eclipse in Wyoming, but that's not really self-promotion Are at you all. Taking, can people go with you? Can people see you there? Where will people see you? Uh, I don't the know. The Grand Tetons? Will you be in the Tetons? N- no. I'll Laramie? Be Laramie? Just, uh, east of there. My hometown or birthplace, I should say. Cheyenne. All right. Uh, just a little north of there. So if you're I, like, I know, a, like Douglas or... Touring if you're a truck driver driving through uh, <laughs> the world's largest gas, is the world's largest gas station East, there? Uh, South Greeley Highway. That's uh, US 85 or something. No, is the largest that, gas station I think is Bucky's in Texas. What I mean, the one with the giant penguin? Whatever that is. Giant what, why would I know that? There's one with the giant penguin. I just know that. <laughs> I know. I know enough not to stop when I'm driving through. Yes. Uh, I want to thank Rocco's in Studio City. You guys were fantastic. Thank you, Rocco's. You were you were the best. Uh, you can hear me on the Blaze. If you want to get before the please get before in the morning. Have we done a comedy set before at four in the morning? <laughs> like, and not like up all night at four in the morning. I mean, up in the morning at four in the morning. It's really, really, uncom- it's really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> so listen to me be, be uncomfortable. Buy Man Rules on Amazon. I still got you a copy of the book. This is Lex, Last Minute. Talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>